hi, hello, and happy Halloween. It's Financial Straight Talk, the <laughs> podcast portion. That's my evil laugh there, Jim. The worst evil laugh ever, by well, the way. Well, all right. I didn't practice scare, it. Scare I... somebody. Come okay. on, do it again. Do it again. Come on, Boop. again. Boop. It's hard to oh, scare a Marine. Wait, ho- I get oh, wait. Uh, hold on. A little tinkle. Do it one more time. Okay. All right. No, we're no. <laughs> I'm not giving you that one. That is the voice of Jim Fox. He is the president and founder of Financial Straight Talk and Wadadley Financial Group, the father of Financial Dragons, the host of this show. I just get to play along and do a little radio jig and... Uh, the happiest Halloweener there ever was. I have some new titles this week. Jim, how are you, sir? I am doing great. Uh, I mean, dude, it's almost Halloween. Yeah. Like, like, come on. Actually, Not the podcast only. will release on Halloween. So, so our, have, our, yes. our radio listeners are getting a little bit of extra. A uh, little bit go. of a bonus early one. So, uh, so yeah. here's the deal. Parent tax, real quick. We got to talk about that before we get into parent the financial stuff. The parent tax is going to be, in my house, is going to be... All of the Reese's peanut butter cups. Those are my. That's my tax. I eat those, um, Jerry. So I know there's no kids in your world as no. of right now. But if there were, what would be your tax? What would peanut you M&Ms. want to eat? Peanut M and M's. No M&Ms. question. Fair yep. enough. Absolutely. Okay. All right. And I did follow uh, your advice. I got some of the. I got you know plenty of little pieces of candy to hand out. But I also got a package of the full size candy bars that will be going uh, to the kids with the best Halloween costumes. Yeah. So uh, for those listeners that, that have no idea what we're talking about, years and years before we even had kids, Michelle and I moved into the neighborhood and we decided that okay, we're going to do something really cool, right? We were going to hand out all full size candy bars, which we did, and it was like a small fortune, right? I, I felt like I needed say. a you know, donate a kidney or sell a kidney for this. But after that year, we're like, okay, that's not going to work again. But we became known as the house of full-size candy bars. Oh, boy. So the next year. You'll never be TP'd, but it's going to cost you a lot. The next year, we ended up giving out the full-size candy bars to the best costumes, but we also would, if a, like a young kid on his first Halloween was coming up, we would always also say, hey, you can choose between a handful of, you know, all the, you know, Michelle buys all the not good candy, right? She doesn't get the, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, the party <laughs> mess, right? Your the, wife. Yeah, it's horrible. Like the stuff, but the good news is I don't eat it, right? That's the good news. Mm-hmm. Or you can have, and I'll pull out like a Snicker or a Hershey's or whatever it is. And I'm like, which ones you rather have? And the dad's always like, go bigger, go bigger, go bigger. <laughs> so if you want to do something, but you got to hide those. If you don't, these kids are aggressive, man. And oh, you yeah, will no. get, you keep you will get overrun. I plan on yes. sitting on the front porch and just, you know, as the kids come by, I'll reach inside and say, oh, wait, I've got something for you. Uh, yeah, you so, will get overrun. If you're not prepared for it, stand by. Yeah. So make sure that you hide it. But you want to do something really cool for married men. Listen. I don't care how good the costume is. If the woman is attractive, do not give her a full-size candy bar because your wife will remember it for the next eight years straight, okay? Because Michelle's like, maybe if you get lucky, maybe the girl that was dressed up like a cowgirl will come back through. Yes, okay? So the little bit of husbandly advice for those of you that are out there. Yes, just fight the urge, okay? And it doesn't matter what you do or what you say. Candy bars only go to the little kids, okay? Uh, Ten oh and under. Uh, yes, yes. I, I would agree. Jim. <laughs> Some good advice there on uh, you know, how to maintain a marriage this week on Financial Straight Talk. <laughs> uh, but, Jim, let's get to the money news. Actually, Money Talks News is a website, and they had an article, a blog post, that says two common mistakes people make in planning for their retirement are taking too much risk 
and taking too little risk. Well, <laughs> where's the happy medium? Jim, let's talk about risk. Is it good? Is it bad or a necessary evil? How do you help your clients understand and manage their risk ultimately to help them? I don't think people actually care about risk. They care about reaching their goals. And some people are just confused about the level of risk they need to take to reach those goals. So to quote the absolute genius of life, all Jeremiah, things Mike, no, Mike Tyson, oh, Mike Tyson. Okay. Everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face. Yes. Right. And that's what risk is. Right. Everyone I have met is all about risk when the markets are going up. Right. They're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, man, I'm cool. Like, like, dude, let's roll. Let's let it ride. Right. Yeah. And I, and I, it was I mean, about this time last year when I was looking at uh, some crypto money that I had. and I was just like, ah, if all that disappeared, it'd be OK. Let it go. Well, a lot of it disappeared. <laughs> it doesn't yes. feel so good. Yes. And understand something. Risk is relative, right? It's all relative, and, and I get it. I understand. I have money that I do not care if it goes up 100% or down 85%. I don't care because this money is a really long-term, like 15, 20 years, because I've got a big, long picture with that money, right? But you know what, Jerry? I'm 49 years old, okay? And I only get a couple more months before I get to not say that anymore. <laughs> and I will tell you, some of this volatility, and I do this for a living, some of this volatility has really even gotten my own head. And it's made me stop and think, okay, should I maybe do things differently, right? It's this emotional, we all have to fight these emotional decisions. And risk is what causes those emotions to happen, right? Now, nobody cares when there's risk if the market's going up because they see their 401ks going up their iras going up i mean yeah at that think point about we're talking it. about the risk of not participating in right, the, the fomo fear right. of missing out right the problem is is all of these things are tied together it's a cycle right understand something and i wish i wish we were on youtube to do this right now jerry because i draw this but everyone follow along with me draw a circle in the air okay right. at the top of the circle you're going to write the word boom okay now we're going to work mm -hmm. clockwise so now we're going to move at about the three o'clock position and that is going to be a slowdown okay oh. we're going to make our way down to the bottom of the circle that is going to be the recession or near a recession okay that's at six o'clock and yeah. then if you go over to the left at nine o'clock mm -hmm. that is going to be you know the market's heating back up warming back up again right okay. and this is the cycle of the stock market this is the Jim, cycle by my watch we're at about 5 30. <laughs> yes okay so so here's how it works you can't go from a boom to a recession without a slowdown it's not possible you can't go from all-time highs to all-time lows without something in between it right it has to happen but you also can't go from all-time lows or recession or near recession to a boom without what things warming back up right so it's the psychology of this cycle that we have to break down and understand. And what I always tell people is this, when you're worried about your job, when you're worried about debt, when you're worried about the economy and you're worried about all this stuff, most sane people wouldn't go out and buy a new car or a new boat. Fair statement? Yes. Because they're worried, they're concerned. Oh my God, what happens if I lose my job? But if all of a sudden, your company is throwing bonuses out like crazy. Man, we're new record, all-time high, blah, and you're getting bonuses left and right. Mm. You'll probably go out and 
maybe treat yourself. Get that jet ski, get that new TV, go on that vacation, right? Maybe so, a new set of so, wheels for the Mustang. A new set of wheels for the Mustang. Whatever it is, you're <laughs> going to go and find something fun to do with that money. Here's the issue. If you don't control the emotions, if you don't understand risk, you're always chasing last year's numbers. You're always trying to time the market. And here's my statement to people. What we want to do is realize that there are some things that always make money. Now, Jerry, I'm going to bet, and you've been very fortunate. I know your parents personally, and they're great people. They would yes. never let you end up on the street. But I'm willing to bet that you've been pretty poor at sometimes. Is that a fair statement? <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. tight. I'm talking radio, about like- man, yes. Yes. So we're Digging talking for about change in the couch. Exactly. Or knowing that, you know what? I can't pay the water bill this month because I paid the power bill. So next month I got to pay. <laughs> right. Those kind of games. Tell me the last time that you were so poor that you didn't buy toilet paper. Never happened. Right. Right. Now think about this. You live in Florida, Atlanta. At least there's times a year you don't need air conditioning. You live in Florida. Tell me when you would choose to sleep without your air conditioning on in Florida. It wouldn't happen, right? Now, you will cut other areas. You'll let the, maybe you'll let cable TV go. Maybe you'll stop using Netflix. Maybe you won't go to Starbucks. Maybe you start cutting your own grass. Right? Things like that. But you will always do the necessities of life, right? The things that you need to survive. You need medication to live. You're going to find the money for the medication. You might cut it somewhere else. Those are what we like to call values, right? Those are value investments, things that no matter what happens in the market, even when you're super rich, guess what you're still buying, Jerry? Toilet paper, right? <laughs> even when you're super poor, you're still buying toilet paper, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the values of the world. Now, the growths of the world are going to be those TVs, those jet skis, all those things that we can live without, but we really like to have. And if you can imagine in that circle, the left side is going to be all the growth, right? Because that's the market warming back up and going towards a boom. When things are slowing down, people tighten their belts. Maybe the air conditioner was at 71, now it's at 74, right? Those little adjustments matter in the big scheme of things. You as an investor need to think, how can I live in the middle of these two different worlds? It's called sector rotation, really, is what it's called. But I know that nobody out there or very few people are even going to follow what I'm saying right now. And I had a challenge for 20 years figuring out how to discuss this with my clients, Jerry, how to make risk simple to understand. And I had no idea how to do it. I used to draw. I used to try and come up with things. <laughs> Finally, a company named Riskalyze came along. And what I love about Riskalyze, it was written or created by some Nobel Peace Prize like winner for economics or something. And what he wanted to do was simplify risk in a way that everyone could understand it. A 15-year-old could understand it when you're planning for retirement, right? Now, here's the thing. Like all great inventions, what do they do? They license it. Now they sell it to people, right? <laughs> so they sell it to financial advisors. Well, we took on Riskalyze about five years ago. And Riskalyze is such an amazing tool because it does some key factors. Jerry, when you signed up for your 401k, if you remember, they mm -hmm. said, hey, Jerry, answer these four questions and it's going to tell you where you should invest your money. Are you aggressive? Are you moderate? Are you conservative? Whatever it is, right? But the problem is, is moderate, aggressive, conservative. What does that really mean? Like, how do we quantify that term? 
right? Mm -hmm. And how do we translate that to your portfolio? So Riskalyze came up with a system on a scale of one being the most conservative to 99 being the most aggressive. They ask a series of questions or we ask our clients a series of questions and they answer those questions based on risk. And that will give them a risk number. So let's just say the average kind of retiree's risk number that I see is in the 20s to the low 40s, right? That's their typical range, right? That means that they're conservative to moderate kind of that's their window right well that's step number one now we know exactly where you are on the spectrum step number two is we take a look at your portfolio now jerry you're too young for this but i'm sure you know somebody who has done a stress test right yes right they get on that treadmill they put in dye in and they walk on the treadmill right and they're trying to work up the heart to see if there are any blockages and stuff like that well what we do is we take all your information we put it into the system all your current portfolio information and we're giving it kind of a stress test right we're we're seeing what happens and when we do that it is issuing a number for your portfolio so in a perfect world jerry payne is a 40 miraculously right he's a 40 very Hmm. moderate kind of conservative guy and your portfolio portfolio comes in at 41 and we high five and I go, Jerry, you did it, buddy, man. Good job. You're right where you need to be. Mm -hmm. Now, I wish that's how it worked because it doesn't work that way. (laughs) Most people forget the pain of 2008. Most people don't remember what it's like to be in the world we're in today. And now we're paying that price because our finance weenies have convinced them that the markets only are going to go up. And here's what I'm seeing now. You're a 24. Your portfolio is coming in at 69. Mm. We're in trouble. Now, Jerry, the great news is I get calls every day and they go, Jim, I'm so glad that we saw you two years ago and we did that risk alive thing because I'd be in trouble. The last guy I just saw the day before on Friday, before our kind of day ended, right, our week ended, if the gentleman wouldn't have given us that $500,000, he would be down $120,000 where he is Ooh. right now. And he looked at me and he said, Jim, this is all I was looking for. And he goes, more importantly, how do I have 530 now? How did that happen? Right? So not only did he not lose the money, he actually made a little bit of money. Right? And that's the understanding risk because he never saw that. But once we're able to dial in where his risk is at and know where his portfolio is, now we can make recommendations. Imagine going to see a doctor and going, doc. I have no idea why my pinky toe hurts so bad. I have no idea, but it is killing me, man. And he looks at you and goes, Jerry, let's head to the hospital. We need open heart surgery. Well, Would you on. ever do Hang that? Hang on a second. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whoa, whoa. How can you go in and make recommendations without doing the proper analysis first, right? And unfortunately, Jerry, the vast majority of people that are seeking financial advice are going, and that's what someone's doing. They're saying, look at this fund. It's averaged 13% for 40 years. It's going to be awesome. But, you know, here's the problem. It's probably going to drop off face of the earth for the next 15, and that's right when you need the money for retirement. Mm. So we've got to plan accordingly. So we build our models, right, and we're able to go in and say, based on where you're at, this is how we should divvy up your accounts, some income accounts, some you know conservative accounts, maybe a little bit of aggressive stuff if that's your jam. But we dial it in, and our goal is to match your risk number. Now, what's great about this risk allies is that, Every person that is listening to me right now, Jerry, every single person can go right now on their own, can go to our webpage right this second. That's yourwfg.com, yourwfg.com. Right. You can go there right now and you can click on the risk tab and you can then take step number one, your own risk intake. You can do that. Step number one's all on you. You can do it all on your own. Once you have that, then we can get together and we can do the analysis of your current portfolio. That'll tell us where you're at. 
and then we'll make the adjustment accordingly. Let me just show you one quick example or tell you one quick example that we saw last week. The gentleman was a 29. He was a Marine, by the way. So if you're listening, Jerry, mm. Semper Fi, brother. Yes, sir. Jerry came in and he was a 29 on his wrist number. His portfolio was a 13, okay? Now we're able to look at it. His current portfolio was averaging 2.02%. That's what his portfolio is averaging, 2.02%. Not very good. Now, we were able to, not very good. Now, he's under his risk number, but he also wasn't getting the return that he needed, right? Right. So we were able to make a few adjustments and kind of build out a plan accordingly based on their need. We raised their risk up to a 23. Now, we're not quite to the 29, but I didn't see the need to increase risk for a little bits of return, right? It was, it was good at 23. We're able to get him down. His rate of return will average somewhere between 6 and 8% now. Okay. Why? Because we balanced out his portfolio. But more importantly than anything else, him and his wife will have income that will pay them for the rest of their life no matter what happens in the market. And that is what we're talking about is building a plan that if things go well, you do really well. If things don't go well, you're still taken care of and we just might have to wait out some of the money to come back. But understanding risk and understanding how to translate that risk into building a plan, that is something that was super difficult for our firm. That was very difficult for me. 25 years, I really couldn't do it that well. This software has done an amazing job of making it simple and helping you make better decisions. And Jerry, I can't tell you. I mean, you and I have sat down and I've shown you this and I've walked you through how mm -hmm. it works. It sounds like it's going to be confusing, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, as I'm talking about it, but it's really not in the big picture, right? It's not that difficult to follow no, once I mean, you actually see it, right? It, going through the process, the the very first, you know, if somebody wants to go on their computer right now and complete it, it's about 10, 15 minutes. I mean, it, yeah. if that. Yeah, it really is, man. I mean, it is a simple process and that's why it's so well received by all of our clients and all the people that we've met because of the simplicity of it. Well, if you want to start that Riskalyze assessment today, take that online in your own home. You can go to yourwfg.com, and there's a button that says Riskalyze. What's my risk number? Click on that, and you'll go through the Riskalyze process. It's very easy, and it's a great start to understanding your level of risk and what kind of opportunities you might have to make some adjustments to get more in line with your risk number. Again, that's yourwfg.com, and if you have any questions about going through the process, you can always give Pam a call and she can set up some time for a one-on-one -on -one appointment with Jim and the Wadadley Financial Group team at 321-414-7526. Now, Jim, just to follow up on this risk discussion, we talk a lot about people taking too much risk and, and having their retirement savings kind of on the precipice to where if the market drops, their savings drop as well. But there's a lot of cash sitting on the sidelines right now as well. And there's a lot of people who are just so afraid of any kind of exposure to the market that they don't want anything to do with it. Is that a dangerous position as well? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it feels like I'm at church and you're the pastor preaching to me, right? Because <laughs> if you were in my office last week, you would have seen this. We had a client who called us up and they found a guy that was, you know, going to guarantee him, you know, 5% for the first year and then three for the next four after that, right? And they're called MIGAs or multi-year guaranteed annuities, right? You guys are going to see more in these very soon, okay? They're everywhere mm -hmm. and they're going to get more and more popular as the markets continue to go down. 
And I told him, I said, look, you got to be really careful because a lot of people are going to sell whatever pays the most money. I mean, that's just the reality of it. And I said, you know, before you go do those things, let us know. It took me one minute to find something that pays 5.2% for five years guaranteed. So Mm. there are options that are out there and, and there's different terms. There's three years, there's five years, there's seven years, there's 10 years, right? There are lots of options. One of the terms that we use in our office is dead money. All right. Or lazy money, if you want to be more PC about it. Right. And we want to make sure that every dollar that you have is working hard for you. Now, we understand that we got to take in consideration risk as well. Right. So you can get a better rate of return than you're going to get at your bank or a CD while still maintaining that basically, you know, virtually no risk of market downside, you know, concerns, because it's going to be in those multi-year guaranteed annuities. Now, they don't fit everybody, and you got to be careful because we got to keep in mind liquidity, right? There are things to think about, but I want you guys to understand this, and I don't want to go all, like, churchy and feel like, you know, I'm preaching to you, but all of us grew up, at least grew up in a church, heard the term, be a wise steward of your money, right? Jerry, you and I have heard that our whole lives. Yeah, there's the old parable about the talents. Talents, right, right. exactly, and that's where I was going to go with this. I just don't have the time for the story, but make it simple. You have sacrificed and worked your entire life. I have met people with millions and millions and millions of dollars sitting in savings accounts, money markets, low rate CDs. There is absolutely no reason to do that. If you have money set aside to leave to your beneficiaries, there are plans that are far superior to any CD or bank that you ever see. If you're just looking to park your money to get away from the markets for a few years, there are options for that. There are so many different things that are designed to allow you to kind of avoid, we call them safe harbor, right? To Mm -hmm. avoid the oncoming storm and weather it so you can get back out there with some confidence and reinvest your money and do things. But understand something, there are options after options after options for everybody that's listening to me right now. The problem is, is not everybody is an independent advisor like we are. They're not out there telling people what they can and can't do from multiple sources. They may only have four or five different choices. While somebody like us is able to see hundreds of companies and have hundreds of options to find the best one for you. But understand something that in this world today, right now, there is no need for you to have hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars or tens of thousands of dollars earning one or 2%. There is no need for that. And if you want to find a better place to park that lazy money, that money that you may need in the next two or three or four years, or maybe that money you're going to leave to your grandkids. There are way better options that still help you avoid the risk of the current market situation. If that's something you want to do, give us a call at 321-414-7526. Again, 321-414-PLAN. Pam is standing by right now to schedule a time so you can come in so we can get that money to work as hard for you as you work for it. 321-414-7526 is the number. Pam can schedule a complimentary appointment for you to start exploring these options and learn more about all of the different investment tools that are out there to help get that lazy money working hard for you because you worked hard for it. Let's make sure that we give that money a job. Instead of just sitting in a bank, Jim can help you find options to make that money work for you. Give it a specific job and you can still avoid the risk of the markets with that. And Jim, you know, just to put a final bow on this, a lot of people usually think, okay, I don't want to be at risk. I'll go to bonds. That's not the solution this year either. Bonds are down, what, 10, 15% across the board? 
and it's only going to get worse. Bonds, super simple, have an inverse relationship to the markets. Interest rates go up, bonds go down, yeah. right? That's our problem. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be in bonds as they're going down. End of story. Well, make sure that you know your options. Make sure you know the alternatives out there and let Jim help guide you through choosing the right one that works the best for you, your family, and your future. Call 321-414-7526 today. Schedule one of those appointments with Pam. She can set that up for you at 321-414-PLAN or online anytime. You can get in touch with Jim at yourwfg.com. Jim, that's all the time that we have for this week. Happy Halloween to all of our listeners, and thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will be back at the same time next week. For now, I'll let you have the last word. Well, thanks so much, Jerry. Every week, guys, we want to take the opportunity to say thank you. Jerry and I know that you have tons of options when it comes to getting financial information, and we're just honored to be one of those resources. So like Jerry said, if there's anything we can do for you, don't hesitate. Reach out and let us know. We'll answer that question on the air or one-on-one. -on -one. But with all that being said, on behalf of myself and the rock doctor himself, Mr. Jerry Payne, I want to thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Financial Straight Talk. is a registered representative of World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Wadadley Financial Group is not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Wadadley Financial Group is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Fox, NPN Insurance License Number 243-4449.